Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Keep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day. It will brighten all the way if you keep on the sunny side of life. Merry Christmas and thanks for taking a few minutes to watch this midweek, not really midweek, more toward the end of the week. But I want to talk to you about this idea about Christmas. What does it really mean? The Christmas series that um, we've been going through on Sundays is really telling the Christmas story through the gospel in a nutshell. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn or judge the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's really the message. And we look at that and that, what does that mean? What love does? This is a chance and a time of year where we can really demonstrate what love does as followers of Jesus. You know, we talked about these uh, dimensions of love in John 3.16, that love enters, that you enter into the lives of other people, that God became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Glory is out of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, that the Word became flesh. The beginning was the Word, but the Word became flesh. That was Jesus came into the world. He entered into our world and he calls us to love people in the same way that we'd enter into their world, world that is very different. You know, they're younger than you or they're older than you or they are, they come from a totally different background or they have a totally different kind of political idea or thinking about different things. And yet you choose because of love to enter into the world. They may not know anything about the Lord yet or they may come from a different kind of tradition. But you enter into the world and you listen to them and you communicate the love of God with them so that you can share this great message, this good news of Christ. And then not only do you enter, love enters, but love also gives. And we talked about that, that you give in a way. And many of you have talked to me about giving and some of you have talked to me about, you know, what do I do? It's the end of the year. I want to give a extra gift. Or and there's some of you that are even almost like old time farmers. You haven't given your tithes this set so far this year. And you kind of, oh, we're almost out of the year. And you want to do that. Well, now's a good time to do it because it's one of those ways that we do this on Sunday after Sunday. But we demonstrate that the love of God and the love of God in us always gives. I told you this cliche that you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. So this is very important. And so I want to encourage you to give, uh, to give to the Lord and to give to those things that God has put together. And we do this together. And one of the reasons why we come to the end of the year and we bring it all kind of into the storehouse is because we can do so much more together than we can do apart. 
And so there's lots of ways you can do that. I know that you know, many of you know that you can go to our website and you can give directly or you can set up giving. And by the way, when you do give, it makes it possible for these videos and for other things, all these ministries that we're doing, um, we can do those because of the resources that are there. And so thank you so much for that. And then, but sometimes we wonder, why is it so... Why does it seem so hard to love people? Why does it seem to be so frightening and and maybe even painful to love people? And you might even ask yourself, well, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Or maybe you're doing it right. This Sunday, we're going to talk about what that means. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. And that you that sometimes that giving, sometimes that loving, it can be hard. And part of what we have to begin to do is have realistic expectations. And so we're going to talk about that, that once you begin to get free of those expectations, like we talked about on Sunday, when we give that kind of scorekeeping, and once we get free of the fact that we might get hurt, which is almost certain, then we can really have great joy. We can get free of like, oh, you know, kind of that, this low grade persecution complex many uh, people have. And we can accept the fact this is part of what it means to really follow Jesus. It's, it, this is, uh, we don't sign up. We don't, we don't try and bring it on on purpose. We, but we accept that it can happen. So this Sunday, here's some things you can do. You, they might be a little bit hard. Get yourself up on Sunday morning. Encourage your family to come with you. Come to a worship service at 8 or 11. And then go a little bit further. Come to breakfast and go to that breakfast class. Learn to practice giving in a unique way. Invite some people. All of these things might be things that are a little bit hard for you. It's okay. It's okay for you to have to stretch a little bit. And then let's gather together this, this coming Sunday. You Now, you may not go to uh, TFBC. That may not be the church you're committed to. So go to your own home church. But if you are a member of First Baptist Church, or you, this is your church, what you call your church, then you do not forsake the assembling yourself. Even if you got a headache, or you're not feeling good, or you're tired, or your kids had something else going on, you just make it a priority. Because you know what? Sometimes the things that are really hard... The things that are hard that we do for love are the things that end up mattering most. I'm looking forward to seeing you. I can't wait to see you. Um, there's a lot coming up with Christmas. We'll talk more about it. But I want to see your face this week. God bless you.